passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com, promo code Bubba. Before you were doing, uh, like, you know, obviously on the Howard Show and things like that, and you were having to do these little clubs, the improvs of the world and things like right. that. Yeah, did you have to do all the media and stuff and go on the, the, the local jabron radio sometimes, stations? Uh, sometimes I had to, uh, but so, sometimes I was opening, so you don't have to. Right. If you're the opener, you don't have to... Uh, Go to the station, but sometimes the headline guy wants you to because just to keep him company. Right. But um, yeah, there, there were a lot of times me and Norm to support Dirty Work went on like a seven city tour, uh, and um, we had to do everything, man. Oh. Yeah, but but he was smart. Morning he, radio, afternoon radio, the whole nine yards. Yeah, he was smart though. He got out of it by just saying. Uh, uh, Howard's on this market, so we don't want to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's yeah, really that's, smart. Pretty, you know that's actually pretty good thinking, actually. Yeah, yeah, Norm was always a big fan of Howard. Right. So uh, he knew I was. That's why he brought me in that first time. So when we were touring, uh, and it also helped getting out of the, the fucking, um, you know, the radio thing. We could sleep late. Uh, he would say, oh, no, man, uh, Howard's on the fucking... Uh, San Francisco, man. We'll get, can't piss him off. He'll end our career. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so fuck that local nut hut guy. We can't. We can't be fucking with Howard. Right. So we can sleep late. You right. Know? Uh, but um, I would do clubs. Uh, a lot of times I would do. I was just telling these guys. I did. Uh, maybe they would have like five comics who were all headliners do 
a tour, and I did, you know, back in the day stuff with, like, I remember back to doing gigs with, like, Fitzsimmons, Dave Attell, Jim Gaffigan, and we'd all have to go. And that was just, you know, five of us would crowd into a studio just looking miserable. On the, on the morning nut hut, uh, yeah. John DeBella type fucking situation. Just looking for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like Gaffigan. I, I, I love his humor. Gaffigan I, is funny, man. He, it's about time. Like, he's really starting to come around and starting to make his own mark. Yeah, he's 64. So, it so it's about, about time. <laughs> now, no, he's our, always been funny. I, I've, I love Jim, man. Hey, uh, Spice, can we get Artie's spin on the guy that I didn't like and you guys all got mad at me for? Oh, uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K.? Yeah. Louis C.K. is a funny guy, yeah. but it's, it's, it's an acquired taste. Well, what happened was... Uh, <laughs> I hung up on him. What, ha- what, what was going on? Yeah. All right, well, what happened was he was he was sort of, um, I don't want to say doing some of his act on the air, but he was sort of getting into like well, one of the things... Well, first of all, he that- was on the phone, and it's and, and, and a co- sometimes... I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. It, it, You know, I, I had Chris Rock on the phone, and he didn't even do that good. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's very difficult to, to yeah. translate over the phone right. with shit. Yeah. Spice, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. He was doing... Sorry. It's sort of uh, something that's kind of in his act where he talks about being on a plane and the technology and how we're so used to technology. We've got to think back to the back back in the day when it's like, hey, right. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm sitting in a chair in the middle of the sky. You know, right, that sort right. of thing. <laughs> and Bubba gets upset because his phone breaks up going over a bridge. And he's I like, do. well, you got to think back to when you didn't have that. He goes... But I do have a cell phone, and uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't break this up on me. This is bullshit. That's yeah, it's bullshit. Bullshit. So they got into a spat over it, and Bubba goes. Well, trying to tell me that I just need to be fortunate that we I even have a fucking cell phone, and I shouldn't be mad. Fortunate, right? So listen, asshole. And he's going. Who you fucking tell me what I'm supposed to be fucking fortunate? I don't even know who you are. So wait, so, so you were you were in a fight about shit not about his act? He's yeah. Funny or no? He was mad about his comedy. He's mad about his comedy. <laughs> well, what, he took oh, his comedy oh. seriously. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess I did. I thought you had an argument with him. That's a, so well, you're I arguing kinda. about his his premise. Well, well yeah, but, but Bubba no, took he, it. But he took it personally. personally. Like, Bubba, like, no, took it as like yes, a personal slight to him. It you know started out like, with that, when know, he started talking shit about Hogan. True oh, or false? Okay. All right. Well, we'll, see, I had him on hold. Hogan was on. I said, "Hey, uh, Lewis, sorry, I had to hold on, but I had Hogan on. We've all heard of him." Well, uh, not really. Honest to God, I think I think honestly, I I'm think like, he was doomed from the start. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when you say, "Well, I'm not really," motherfucker, you've heard of Hulk, even if you don't like Hulk Hogan. Well, that's ridiculous. Heard, heard of, of course, you've heard of Hulk Hogan. But you see, it's an interesting situation here because I'm friends with Louis. So right. I'm well, not him. mad at him. I've known him a long time. Uh, he's a real smart, real funny guy. He could be kind of quirky, right? But he definitely comes out. I love Louis C.K., but he comes out of a group of guys. Uh, some of them I just want to hit with a bat in the face. <laughs> uh, New England guys who went to Emerson and, you right. know. Uh, See, I like your is kind it like of. like smarmy comedy? Well, this, smarmy, that's good. That's it, what it is. It was it was called alternative comedy. And these guys will tell you, coming back, I threw up. <laughs> Where'd you throw up at? I fucking got off the plane and I threw up in the town car. I, I Recently? Started, uh, two hours ago, I told the guy, um, and I, I would tell you guys, I was straight. I wasn't drinking. Holy nothing. withdrawal. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was nauseous in this fucking town car. I got a little nauseous on the plane. And I told the guy to pull over at a red light, and I just fucking opened the door. Thank God I didn't get any in the car. I just unloaded, man. I, I felt like lost. I was going to puke this morning. When I remember, Brent, I said yeah. I was real lightheaded for some fucking reason. I don't know what I don't know I what's must, going on. I must have lost five pounds. It was like bulimic city. <laughs> and I uh, next light, I had to pull over again, and I threw up again. But uh, so I, 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 I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not no, judging. I'm not. We're all right. No, we're not <laughs> so you, you uh, could, uh, you could isolate Bubba's clear throat clearings and it'd be about forty five minutes. Oh show. God! Well, oh, you. <laughs> You should talk, asshole. <laughs> 
I'm you right should, behind you. You should talk, fuckface. <laughs> anyway, back to the Louis C.K. No, so and by the way, before he hung up on Louis C.K., uh, he goes, "You're no Joe Rogan," and he hung up. So Louis <laughs> calls back. He calls back. And he oh, goes, "Hear what Louis said to me." He, goes, he calls back. He, he goes, goes, "You're no Howard Stern." You're no Howard Stern. Hung up on me. I go, "Yeah, but I work for him, bitch." So fuck off. Yeah. He, I, like, who clear. irritates you the most uh, in Howard's world? In, in Howard's world, irritates me the most. Um, that God, you just, that's a good question because there's, uh, but let's, let's, okay. We can fragment it into two different areas on air people in your room, in the on air room and outside of the ancillary guys. Right. Well, I only talk to JD off the air. I have, I'm busy. Uh, JD works with me. So fuck everyone else right. off the air. I can see JD right over there. You no, know, it's a much better look. He's working. He looks a lot less nerdy. With yeah. The beard. JD. He looks a little, the growing the hair. What, 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 looks, my, what is he on? Red? red. Yeah. He's yeah. on red. He's on the ass mic. It's like if, it's like if Mick Jagger had no money. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, he's he looks like hair. a kind of a retro hippie. Kind. You look like less of a nerd and like there could be an ounce of coolness. Right. In it looks like you know, it looks that a or better. he's a Norwegian handball player. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's getting cool. It's much better look. He's working. Like if you had a big dick, you could almost sport that look. Yeah, well, how do you know I don't have a big well, dick? I don't. I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good. Even if you don't, let me give you some advice with showbiz. You should even tell people you, you do. Yeah, do because you'll get you laid at least you once. You can tell we're dealing with Howard people because they come right back at you. <laughs> Most people won't come right back at well, you. JD, I, even even the lowest guy on the fucking team <laughs> can come back at you. I didn't know. Uh, I, I, as we were driving here, I didn't know if this was one of the eighteen hours you were on satellite or regular radio. <laughs> and so we had the show on, and it was perfect timing. I said to the kid driving, I said. uh Hey, is uh, is this on satellite or regular radio? And then just as I said that, you said, oh, "We got to get this nerd some strange fucking pussy." That's <laughs> 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 what I said. You know? Oh yeah, well he was a nerd. I mean, the guy was completely fucking a nerd boy. I mean, you, nah, did you hear the guy? Yeah, I, my uncle Frankie, who got to about the ninth grade, um, in uh, in school, you know, basically grew up on the street in Newark, a real Italian guy. That that's he never knew any of our names. My cousins, you're just a little fucking jerk off. He just calls jerk offs. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking like that. He got he got let in jerk off. I don't know. Dude. He goes, I don't do something with yourself. Just get the fucking get me a steak. <laughs> you fucking uh, jerk off. He would give directions like this. He, he was a carpenter guy, you know. And uh, he was in the union for carpentry, and he right. would get us all carpenter jobs. And he would tell, we were 17 years old, and he would tell these carpenter, the, the foremans on the jobs, that we were like master carpenters <laughs> just to get us a gig, and we didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh, so we'd get there at the age of 17, and uh, uh, it'd be down the shore somewhere. My Uncle Frank would call you at 7 o'clock in the morning and say, all right, listen, go down there and see a guy named Panucci. Right. Find Lenny Panucci, and when you see him, just tell him you're a journeyman. Right. I go, what does that mean? He goes, that means you're going to get $22 an hour. <laughs> just fucking go down there. And uh, I said, all right, I go, how do I and get And you couldn't there? even saw a board or nothing, right? I mean, you nothing, fucking do it. Nothing. Right. right. And uh, I'd go, how do I get down there? He would go, uh, uh, you know, get on a turnpike, go to exit 14 and make a left. And then ask a guy or something. Yeah, or something. And <laughs> ask for who? Ask, ask for, for who? Dire- Go to a Texaco station and right. ask for directions. But who's the foreman on the job? Lenny Panucci. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. 
I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Never <laughs> Lenny Panucci. This guy Panucci would... Um, now, would you tell Lenny Panucci that you were his boy? Well, what happened was uh, he would say to me, okay, you're a journeyman. I'd say, yeah. He'd go, all right, go make a bunch of headers. And I go, what's a header? And then knowing my uncle, he would go, oh, Frankie, fuck me, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he go, he goes, well, you know how to carry wood. I go, yeah. He would just, yeah. To keep to give me busy work, he would say, you know, he's paying you twenty two an hour, right? And he you goes, should be know how to make you should know how to make headers. A header, I learned in ten seconds. Right. It's easy, but uh, he would tell me, see all that wood, just move it over there. For and, me to be, yeah, and because uh, I have nothing else to do. But um, this guy Panucci was from Sicily. And he was this character. He would say shit like, um, in real broken English, he would say to me, uh, he goes, all right, the first thing you do tomorrow is you put up the thing. And I'd go, what thing? And he'd go, ooh, you motherfucker. Like a guttural, like he wanted to strangle you. Because you didn't, didn't know, know what the what, thing was. Yeah, he goes, first thing you do tomorrow is you put up the thing. What thing? Ooh, you motherfucker. Bubba does that, but he uses the word gimmick. And he's well, like, hey, get that gimmick. It's like, what the fuck, well, dude? Go he, get that gimmick and then give me a flirty dirty and then I, I'm going to need one of those uh, flips on the backside. Well, then he, he, well, you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> and then if I got to explain it, I get so fucking mad about it. Well, he would keep going. He'd go, ooh, you motherfucker. And then I go, what? Thing. And he'd go, uh, the four by four. And I go, you mean the post? Like a big pop, po- and he and he get real condescending, and he go, yeah, the post. <laughs> <laughs> this same guy, this same guy, uh, he he's been married five times, and he's got a house in Sicily. He comes home after working a nineteen hour shift, and his wife says, um, uh, his wife's giving him shit, screaming at him. And he's all tired, and uh, she tells him to go out and get some bread. So he leaves, and he goes to Sicily for six months, and just never told on her. On a bread ride. Yeah, so <laughs> the judge made him come back, and uh, he went to he went to court with a loaf of bread. And to prove that he got The judge asked him where he went, he said, I went to get bread. <laughs> now, when, when it goes through withdrawal, like, you know, if you were on heroin, and you have withdrawal, 
Like, how bad were Because you hear various stories about the withdrawal, about people and then sitting in their apartment hot, and you yeah. get cold and you start crying and, and no you start dis- flipping and out. And no disrespect, but the only thing that we... I've never done it. The only thing we know about it is the fact, like, what we see on Ray when when, when, when he was all... Right. When he was right. And then you see with uh, all the details. Is, is that... Does that happen at all? It's... it's uh, it, it, pick up the movie The Filth and the Fury. It's a documentary about the Sex Pistols. And they ask um, Sid Vicious the same question. <laughs> And he basically explains it. It's not hard to, to to tell you what it is. It's basically like Sid Vicious is going, a dope sickness isn't like that. Is he? You know, <laughs> you sit up and you're uncomfortable. You lay down and you want to die. You're too cold and you're too hot. And you get, you sh- it, it, basically, it's sweating in the shower. If you could imagine you're in the shower yeah, yeah. and you're sweating and you feel like you have the worst fever you've ever had. And no, you can't get comfortable yet. So you start shaking to try and you know uh, shake loose whatever evil is in you and nothing works nothing at all and i've gotten through i only got through the whole thing one time in my life the next time i had to do it i bailed i took the subutex after like two days right i, I just bailed man because the subutex takes away all of that all of it yeah, it's like a miracle drug, but God knows what else it's doing to my body. I'll probably have a kid with eight heads. Dana went to Dana, the Dana went to <laughs> went to uh, Letterman with you. What's going? on? Are you going to be honest with us on this? Uh, well, yes. Yeah, the went rubber to, meets she, the road. She went to. <laughs> come on, Arnie. she went to Letterman. Yeah, she came. Well, don't downplay it. I mean, when there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, uh, come on. Now. Yeah, and then we got into an enormous argument, and then was yeah, that? I, you know, know, I, mean, I mean, we 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 we. I love that her was just t- a week ago, two weeks ago, and two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, the Letterman deal. I love Dana more than anything in the world. She is. Uh, she is uh, on some level a soulmate that I'll always have. She came with me on the road a long time, and but we cannot be together for longer than ten minutes without a vicious argument. So like vicious. And Dana is adorable, really cute, nice size zero. Right. I love size zeros. Right. When it comes to a woman, uh, but um, <laughs> you're like me. I, I like to, you know, right. Like yeah. you, look like you got a like hot I, chick. I, I could almost get like if I could get a girl to be a junior miss. Like bel- <laughs> below a zero, right? Because that's such a contrast to what I am. I almost live vicariously for their thinness, right? I love, you know? I love a thin, I love a thin <laughs> yeah. broad with the with the beefy thighs. I love that. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't, see, I like the beefy thighs. I like the big. Well, tits I mean, when and, I say beefy, I don't mean you know. I'm not, I don't mean like Earl Campbell. I'm talking about you know. <laughs> when you guys fight, do you immediately go for the jugular and oh, just like you cunt? It's awful. like are, are you are, are you, you that really mean guy? Well, well, uh, telling telling uh, coming home from this might be an exclusive because I don't think I ever told the full story of this. 2003 World Series, Marlins-Yankees. The fucking Yankees lose game one or two. Marlins bought that one. uh, Yeah, right. So we're driving through fucking uh, the South Bronx. And uh, which is not the best place to be. If you and Dana, uh, yeah, right. and I'm in coming my back car, from the game. Yeah, and right. I, I'm in my. I have a 500 uh, SL Mercedes. You know, like with the top down in the south. You're Bronx. flossing. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Artie uh, Lang, flo- Artie Lang, flossing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in, in the South Bronx. Yeah, south in the Bronx. South Bronx. Yeah. Beirut. So, safer. so we get into an argument. I forget what about, but just like vicious, like fuck off, fuck you, and Dana. As adorable as she is, she becomes Dice Clay in a fight. Right. <laughs> right. She's a New York girl, right? Uh, Jersey. She, uh, you, you, Jersey? Know, you know the movie Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do know that one. That's where she went to high school. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> wow. There's, a, there's, an Italian, there's an Italian section of Patterson, New Jersey that's a street long, and it's still there. So she... And Dana's from the shit. And she still uh, works there. That's where she teaches. And to give you an idea how bad the school is, when the Bloods and the Crips have 
their initiation day, she has off. <laughs> like wow. She, has, she gets all the Jewish holidays she has to work. But the Bloods and the Crips are a recognized holiday. Yeah, so... Um, so she knows how to fight. So we got into an argument about something. Probably almost better than you. Uh, oh, she's good. Yeah. She's good. So uh, she gets out of the car. She knows that. She, she gets. We're at a red light. Now it's after. She knows a, that freaks you out. After too. a Yankee World Series game, Mike's laughing because you know Mike was a cop in uh, uh, New York City for fifteen right. years. Ugh. So he knows the South Bronx is just like you know it's it's hell. It's Beirut. You know. <laughs> so after a Yankee game, there's maniacs just pickpockets out trying to get like you know suburb guys. They they're trying. Everybody's trying to roll everybody. It's like uh, it's a big know, shakedown. Right. Big fuck with everybody's exactly. fuck with right. And, we and especially to, after the Yankees lose, the fucking town's not real happy right, anyway. Right, everybody's pissed off. Right. So we get to the corner of uh, River Avenue and 158th Street, and she, at a light, she gets out of the car and just disappears. Like, so now, I'm really talking about a cunt move, man. So now, <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm... You know, cruising along Jerome uh, River Avenue, and I'm going, get in the fucking car, just get in the fucking car. And Dana goes, this is why she's good. She goes, officer, he's he just tried to rape me, this guy, and he's trying to get me in his car. So that, so the cop, thank God, recognized me, which ain't good because right. I know the first phone call Monday morning at right. six a.m. Right, right. You know, uh, oh. the cop though. At first, she's saying this guy tried to rape me. The cop comes over and he goes, "Are they?" <laughs> and he that goes, "Made her matter." And he goes, "Is that Dana?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's Dana." We're having a discussion. <laughs> a discussion. A discussion. So, uh, so then she keeps walking. She won't get in the fucking car. Now I stop. I ask a couple of Puerto Rican kids to just watch my car. I said, "If you watch the car and don't fuck with it, I'll give you like a hundred dollars when I get back." Right, right. So I physically try to pick her up because she's going into the, <laughs> the ghetto. It's like one o'clock in the morning and i'm like get in the fucking car she's like shaking her legs she gets in the car i give the kid a c note because i fucking promised right him. right i go to the next light she gets out of the fucking <laughs> car again so now i'm like trying to now we're going over the bridge now we're starting to go over the george washington bridge she's on foot and there's a little section where you could walk to george washington bridge you know for a bike faggots and all that shit like they go <laughs> and, uh, and you can and you can walk right so now you know <laughs> nobody but, uh, thank god for traffic because no one was moving so i would wait till i walked 10 <laughs> 10 feet up in traffic then i'd get out and try to physically put her in the car again then she just ran and eventually i said fuck it i lost her I lost her in the Bronx. Oh my God. Uh, so I go home, and uh, her sister, I figured she'd call her sister. I love her sister. Her sister got that we were having issues every once in a while. Her sister's a sweetheart. So I go, I call her up. I go, Dana's going to call you probably to pick her up from somewhere. We got into a fight. And I go, where? I go, after the Yankee game in the South Bronx. And she's like, well, where is she? I go, last I saw her, she was walking over to Major Deegan. <laughs> I, said, I said, listen to the traffic report, because you and I rate little guinea broad fucking causing a traffic jam. So she, my Dana, uh, walked over the George Washington Bridge at one thirty in the morning, and went back to Jersey. Got to the Jersey side, uh, and uh, calls her sister. This is I predict her sister came and picked her up, and she was fine. But don't wow, you guys, so Dana's it, a bit stubborn. So don't, huh? you, don't you guys? <laughs> but don't you think you guys, man, are that you have that? most just just fucking insatiable sickness for each other that nobody else will ever be able to fucking deal by with the either way, one of you. By the way, her sister drove her over that night just because she wanted to yell at me again. Oh, to you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to sister, get the final fuck you in? Uh, well, she wanted to say some things in person that she felt... Who, uh, Dana or her sister? No, Dana. 